You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You, you feel this, this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls? Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. If you happen to be a new caller, new callers go directly to the front of the line. We do have a new caller today. Uh, Just want to let you know real quick, again, I don't need to explain this because you can see how long the podcast is. But it's it's almost 10 o'clock. This should be done by now, and it's not. So we're going to go real fast. It's going to be a pretty short episode, but we have a lot of calls, and uh, we got to start ripping through these. So let's start off with our new caller. Make sure I got everything set up. Looks like I do. Let's turn up the volume, and what up? Hey, Ryan. Uh, Pac-Man Jersey Jim here. New Pac-Man caller. Pac-Man Jersey. Um, Another Jersey guy? We got two Jersey guys? Oh, I'm excited. I hope he's not calling because he hates me. Like the, uh, the comments you had about the veto, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I also, also, too, was at the game. Pretty, uh, pretty disappointed, to say the least. Um, your thoughts on uh, what the, where this team is going? Because what I seen out there was a bunch of clowns. Well, I appreciate that, uh, Pac-Man Jersey Jim. I think that's what I, I hope that's what your name is because that's what I put down. Um, I tell you what, usually what I do is it's like, all right, you got your first call in. We'll leave it at that. Let's lean into this a little bit. I'm, I'm intrigued. We got two more calls from uh, Pac-Man Jersey Jim. Let's, uh, let's, let's rock that a little bit. Ryan Packer, man, no, Jersey no, Jim here. Dang it. Um, I heard the end of the podcast. Uh, I don't know, dude. I think, uh, you're being a little hard on Packer fans from New Jersey. <laughs> from what I've seen, we oh, came out in drones, dude. And, uh, what did I say? The one thing I have to question is where where were the Packers? You know, I, I was ripping on Jersey Mike, not not just Jersey fans in general. And uh, what the hell was that at the end of the game with uh, Joe Barry pretending that Danny DeVito was uh, Tom Brady or something? That's what it looked like. So I don't know. I think you might want to take it a little easy on Jersey I Mike. I know. I know. I love Jersey Mike. That's my thoughts. Uh, you, you tell me what you think is, is going to happen against the Bucks next week because they already have us favored, and I, I, I can't see how. <laughs> go, Pat, go. 
I, I mean, I haven't put a ton of thought into it, honestly, but I, I did just talk with uh, Ramage and Diddy's show, and I, I, I'm i going to lean into, at least I think I am. We'll see what happens. I'm going to lean into this being a big bounce-back game. We saw what this team can do. I think everybody just kind of had a collapse. I mean, a lot of it's stupid stuff. You know, I mean, do I think Jordan for the rest of eternity is just going to miss wide-open guys and um, Keyshawn Nixon is just going to muff punts every single time and then just not cover guys and like you know what i mean like everybody just imploded and we've seen those games happen before and i think there's going to be a bounce but it doesn't have to be i mean they could do it again but i just think we see a a version of the packers that is closer to what we saw before where it's a little tighter a little cleaner and that's going to translate to just a better football team offensively defensively and special teams and um i don't think tampa's a super good team so i i have faith i do now, I, I think, again, we've all been humbled, and I think the issue potentially is that you're, you're probably not going to see a really deep run in the playoffs just because of the inconsistency. You know, if the Packers bring their A game, they can they can pull an upset or two, but they got to be consistent with it. And if you start to see that, that's when the embarrassment happens. That's when you get like the, you know, Packers win a game, then they go to San Francisco and they get beat, you know, 45 to three or something crazy, and it's just the most heart-wrenching, like, just awful thing ever. Like, I wish we didn't even go to the playoffs. This was so painful. Hey, Ryan, Pac-Man again. Uh, quick question, buddy. Um, if I apologize for things that I didn't like, like, let's say, the uh, New York, the Giants and Bon Jovi, will you leave my New Jersey <laughs> friends alone? They came a long way. I know, I know, I know. And you know they're 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 a valuable core to our uh, society. Listen, go ahead, get your. All right, I think that's it. And I I mentioned that you know I mean he he drove a long way to go watch his team because it's it's but I I I, I will take back any whatever unfortunate comments I made in the heat of passion, but I I I have to hold firm on banning Jersey Mike from football games. I mean, can we agree on that? I mean, Jersey Mike is a valued member of our Packer community, our Packer net community. Granted. But I'm sorry. I I I can't we 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 have to hold to this. I mean, this is just the thing we got to agree on. So, I will take it easy on your Jersey friends and all that um but I, I just we 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 gotta we we I I said beforehand if we lose to this team, I mean how do you go to Packer games and have never seen a win? I mean that right the right there was a red flag. The Packers always win. I've never seen a lot. Most people I've I they go to games and they're like, oh let's see if the win streak continues. I've never been to a game where they lose. A billion people say that. I say that. Everybody says that. Almost nobody goes to a game and they lose because the Packers almost never lose, especially at home. Jersey Mike's never seen a victory. Come on, man. That just that was screaming curse from day one. So I'm sorry. You know, I you know, I just it it just is what it is, man. I'm sorry. You can't go to games anymore. You can go to Jersey. You can go tailgate with your with your buddies. You know, you can go hang out. I mean, I, I don't know. You might have to leave the parking lot. Like I said, I don't know how far away you need to be from the stadium. Um, I mean, may, maybe being in Texas is the best possible thing. Um, 
I don't know, man. Maybe you should leave Texas. Like if we go to Dallas in the playoffs, get out of there. Go back to Jersey, hang out with your with your buddies, and get some of that. Go hang out with your your pizza guy. You know who who sent that uh, delicious pizza dough, and uh, just get some good food. You know what I mean. Just get out of Texas for a little while and go enjoy the games out there. I I don't know, but I don't think that's unfair of me. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey Ryan, Trucker Bob here. Hey, Trucker Bob, we suck. We lost. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Trucker Bob. Appreciate you checking in, man. Um, yeah, that's there. You go. That's true. All that's true. But anyways, why don't we take our first break and uh, we'll come back and hear from Adam from Ohio. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right. So I originally called thinking I wasn't going to be negative. I was going to be positive. But yep. I changed my mind because that was terrible. <laughs> I'm glad we lost. We deserved to lose every part of that game. The offense was a series of terrible mistakes. Yep. Horrible play calling. Great catch by Heath in the end there, but yep. still terrible. The special teams, penalties, yep. a must punt, a missed kick. And then the defense to give up 24 points and zero sacks. Yeah. Zero sacks. <sighs> I bet. I hope this team wakes up because that was pathetic. And a pathetic performance on 
big stage. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at a loss of words. I, just when you think it's starting to turn around, they put out that. It's probably better they lost. I hope they go home and I hope they watch that game every single night, every night this week and come back next Sunday actually ready to play a football game. Okay. Positive. Try to be positive. I can't be positive. Go back up. Yeah, man. I mean, you gotta you gotta take twenty four hours and just be pissed, you know. And I, I think about like players and stuff if they ever listen to the show and think about how we're talking. But come on, man, you're you're pissed off too. Don't even act like you're not upset. You're upset. We're upset. And then we shake it off, and you shake it off, and you go do your thing, and we do our thing. And you know we're gonna be talking about uh, smashing Tampa pretty soon here. So you know how it is. Just just leave us alone. Let us vent. Um, a couple things you mentioned. I'm trying to remember what they were that. I wanted to comment on. Oh, number one is, uh, and we'll probably just leave it at this because I'll never find, think of number two. When you mentioned we deserve to lose, and you're right. It's unfortunate, and I wish we would have pulled it out anyways, but but they did deserve to lose. Like the way that they're playing, they shouldn't have won. And I think that's important because if we hearken back to the Chiefs game <laughs> with all the talk about the missed call and how horrible and blah, blah, they deserve to win that game, period. They didn't luck into that game. It wasn't like the Chiefs just collapsed and we got lucky. And no, that, that the Chiefs played well. Relatively, they made some mistakes or whatever. But they're they're still a good football team, and they played a good football game. And we just played a better football game. Period. And we deserved it. And you know what? We went to MetLife. We played the Giants, and we played like a team that deserved to lose. And Devito, as much as I talk trash about him, he looked good, man. Some of those throws were out of control. He did some stuff with his legs. They deserve to win, period, end of story. So um, I agree, though. I, I think they, they took a shot to the chin. I think it was a wake-up call. I hope it's not a, a setback. You know, they, they need to just take that shot and realize, like, okay, all right, fair enough. I get it. Like, we can't, uh, can't take a step back here. We, we got we to gotta ramp it up a little bit, you know. We, we kind of put all our effort into Kansas City and then kind of geared down a little bit. And we got to gear it back up, man. Season's still not over, and we got to put 100% in, even whether it's the Chiefs and Lions or whether it's the freaking Panthers and Tampa Bay. You know, balls to the wall. I'm hoping that's what happens. So we'll see. We'll find out on Sunday if that's what happens. Hey, Ryan. Uh, Ryan Santos. What's up, man? Made a couple calls earlier. Uh, hey, just want to say, Jersey Mike, I was just playing around, man. You know, like I've said before, man, I love you. The show, I mean, you're great for the show. Just, uh, you know, I'm a Packer fan. We got to blame somebody. Right. You know how it is, man. Every Everybody has their turn, uh, you know. <laughs> it's your turn to get a to beating. Be the target of the blame. So I guess <laughs> today was just your day. Um, you know, since you said you've never been to a Packer game in which they won. <sighs> but anyhow, you know what? Hey, Ryan. You, you prepare like this, you show up like this, you don't deserve to win. Yeah. And as much as I wanted to see them finish this season, uh, 11 and 6, guess we can hope for 10 and 7. But them boys didn't come to play. And right. the Giants, DeVito, well, Danny DeVito, he came to play. Mm-hmm. That boy was balling on the ground. Um, even if, I mean, I know he didn't, I know he only had like what, like three or four incompletions? I mean, he didn't throw many passes, but the passes he threw were pretty on point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just like we said, Jordan Love was better than Pat Mahomes, and that's true. DeVito was better than Love. 
It's it's really not debatable. Now, the best throws of the night were Love, but overall, I think DeVito had a better night than Love did. We're on point today. Jordan Love. That's right. At least the first half. The first half, that boy couldn't Good Lord. He was, he was looking awful. I think he tightened it up a little bit in the second half. But at the end of the day, man, who do I put this loss on? The players for execution. When I say players for execution, I'm more so saying Jordan Love. Playing special teams. Coaches. He was not prepared to play today. Yeah. Matt LaFleur. Um, Basaccia. Um, and then I want to say Joe Barry because of that last drive, but you know what? I'm not going to say Joe Barry because, you know, we shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. But, hey, man, love to hear your thoughts. Bye. Yeah, I get what you're saying, and I know it's disheartening for the defense to hold up and, and have the offense just play like that. But at the same time, I mean, it, it really felt like the tide turned. Um, and, you know, Jordan Love really started, and he he led that that drive back and, and made some incredible throws in order to get us back in a position to win. And it's, it's actually unfortunate as I think about it, that he didn't put the game, you know, Matt LaFleur didn't put the game in Jordan Love's hands for that two point conversion. You could tell he was really leaning into Jaden Reed, which is, I mean, it's honestly, you know, if we look big picture as opposed to zeroing in and just say how stupid those jet sweeps were, at least, you know, the, the sixth and seventh and eighth one, um, it's great to see the confidence they have in Jaden Reed. I mean, he's already like Aaron Jones, where it's like, I when I don't know what to do, just get the ball in his hands. That's a fantastic thing that the coach, the head coach, the play caller, feels that way about Jaden Reed. More so than Jordan Love, more so than Romeo Dobbs, more so than anybody else. Jaden Reed, we got to get that guy, that, that guy the ball, which I think is fantastic. Um, but anyways, yeah, that, that that final drive is like, we, we just, we need it. And, you know, I... I I was torn because I, I, on one hand, I felt like we're not going to be able to do it. And I, I said that live. Like, I know they're just going to let them drive down the field. And I know they're going to have to kick about a 40-yard field goal. Like, I've seen this play out a thousand times. It went exactly as I said, except it was a pass instead of a DeVito run. But um, there was still a part of me, too, that was like, I think they're going to do it. You know, the defense, they, this is what they do. This is what Ben Don't Break is. It's They come up clutch in clutch situations. This is when they shine. We haven't seen a sack all day. This is when Rashawn Gary comes up. This is when somebody makes a play. This is when we get a pick or a pass breakup or something. And they just moved so effortlessly down the field. It was just like, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was such an, it was such an embarrassing performance um, by the defense in that moment that it really, and again, I, I don't, I don't even want to begin the discussion of Joe Barry versus players or whatever, because I don't know. And it sounds like nobody knows. I mean, there, I've, I've listened to some podcasts or former players who are like, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know where the breakdown is. You know, I mean, just the, like the playing off thing. It's like, it, 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 it just, it honestly doesn't make sense to me. So Matt LaFleur is saying they shouldn't be doing it. Okay. <laughs> And I, I, I was, I forget, Chewy and Gabe or something, I think I was listening to, and, and they were talking, and they were like, well, they have the ability to disguise, so it's possible you're playing press man, but you're off as a way to disguise it, but whether or not they play press man or whether they're off is is the defensive coordinator. He's calling down. It's not just zone. It's he, He's telling you if he wants you on the guy or off the guy. Well, they're obviously not disguising anything. They're just off. I, I just, I can't envision a world where the call is such that, hey, we need to be up on these guys 
And yet they're like, nah, screw you. We're going to play off and we're going to do it every single time. And nobody's going to say anything about it. Joe Barry's not going to call down to the guy in the helmet and say, hey, get them closer. Matt LaFleur on the sideline isn't going to say, hey, bump it up. Or if, if it's not, you know, because you don't want to like cross signals and be like, hey, you know, Joe's telling me to do one thing. Matt's but can Matt call up to Joe and be like, what the F are you doing? Can we get these guys up a little bit? I just, I don't understand this, this, this idea that like Joe Barry is like, all right, press these guys up. And I, I don't care about man or zone. I'm just talking about cushion. You, you want to take away cushion and force them behind you. And the players are refusing to do it. And you're telling them to do it. And they're saying, no, what are we talking about here? Either Joe Barry is telling them to do it. Or he's telling them not to do it, and they're just giving him the middle finger and saying, F you, I'm going to do whatever I want. It's one of those two things that's happening. (laughs) I just... uh, It's like, well, they have flexibility. Take that away from them. What do you mean they have flexibility? No, they don't. If they're doing something, you're telling them not to do Otherwise, you're saying it's up to you and you're not actually telling them to do it. But that doesn't make sense. Do you want to give them a 15-yard cushion or not? For On first and 10, for them to be able to steal eight easy yards is bullcrap. Why is that happening? Well, I'm telling them to be up on the line and they're back, you know, 10 yards and then they, they start backpedaling at the snap, which provides the cushion. Do you want them to do that? No. Then why are they doing it? I don't know. I told them not to and they're doing it anyways. Is that seriously what's happening in Green Bay? Because I don't know how to fix that. If that's the problem, I don't know how to fix that. Otherwise, if it's Joe, then it's like, I yeah, you're you're an idiot. I mean, just plain and simple. This isn't 30 seconds left and they need a touchdown. This is an eternity left, and they only need to get a couple of freaking yards to get a field goal. They barely need to move down the field to get a field goal. They need, what, 50% of the field? They got to go 40 yards, maybe? Whoop-de-doo. In 2023, that's a couple plays, and it's going to take seven seconds off the clock. That's nothing. You get no cushion, bro. You get nothing. We're coming everything. We're bringing everything at you. Because you're a rookie undrafted free agent. You want to push the ball down the field? Be my guest. That's our opportunity for a pick. And instead, we're going to give this guy an easy seven, eight yards on a quick out every single play? What is this stupidity? So yeah, I'm I'm a little frustrated about the final drive, I guess. And I don't know. I got to go back and listen to the press conferences, but I just, I would love for somebody to just hold Matt's feet to the fire and just say, enough of the bull crap. Explain it to me in detail. Give me the breakdown of the process. How does this happen? Joe Barry tells them to do what exactly? I don't need the exact call, but describe it to me. I'm a corner, and I hear zebra, bull, bluff, flipping, flapping, flipping jacks, okay? Okay, so what am I supposed to do, and where do I have leeway? Explain this to me. Joe Barry is telling Carrington Valentine to do exactly what? exactly what give me the exact details of his assignment and describe to me in that call where it tells him that he needs to make sure there is no cushion allowed and then explain to me why he's doing it anyways anyway please don't give me one star for saying anyways i i sincerely apologize to the freaking brain damaged english teacher (sighs) anyways (laughs) on that note 
Let's take a break. By the way, please feel free to leave me five stars. It'd be great to counteract the one star that I am no doubt going to get from the English teacher. Uh, Spotify and uh, iTunes, whatever. If you haven't done it yet, please leave me five stars. Or, you know, if you feel like I deserve four, then I guess give me that. If you don't feel like I deserve even that, then please just don't do it. Do me that favor. Uh, you've listened this long. That must be at least 20 minutes entertaining. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy is where you can support the podcast. Otherwise, hit me up on Venmo, Packernet Podcast. would be greatly appreciated. We'll take our final break. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uncle Rico here. What am I? Packers just blew the damn game. It happens. Mm-hmm. Wasn't cool, but what do you do? But run the damn ball, Bert. Jesus, if you're going to take it down to the wire, take it down to the wire in your favor. When you're, yeah, when there's a boatload of time on the clock, in your first and goal, run the ball. Instead of throwing desperation passes, which... I mean, if they review the the Malik Heath touchdown enough times, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll find out it's not a touchdown. You know how it works, but I loved it. I love Malik Heath, but too close for comfort. Run the damn ball, Bert. Burn some time off the clock. Jesus H. I hate it when they don't run the damn ball and burn some time off the clock. I love it when they get touchdowns, but I hate it when they don't burn time off the clock. You know what I'm saying? Better luck next week. Go back, go. Rico out. Yeah, I don't remember the exact sequence of events, but, I mean, obviously the touchdown is the priority, and I don't want to burn downs for the sake of the clock, you know? Um, it, 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 I, I guess that would be my, my, only, my only comment, is you can't risk wasting a down and um, potentially not scoring because we're worried about the clock. I mean, the number one priority is absolutely the uh, the time. I mean, if I'm the head coach, the number one priority, the only priority is we need to get a touchdown. The second most important priority would be the two-point conversion. And then after that, you trust your defense to get a stop. I mean, period. It's it's still the worst offense in freaking football, man. You, you just, you have to believe. You have to believe. So I, I, I get what you're saying. And again, I'd have to go back and look at how the sequence all went. There's probably some opportunities there. Certainly to burn some clock um, that should have been capitalized on to help the situation. But again, I mean, we would have had to have get it down to like eight seconds because if there was even 30 seconds on the clock, I think they would still would have been able to get a field goal. Well, crap. This is Nico from Idaho. Yeah, um, yeah kind of a bummer. It's like... A little bit. I don't know if you've ever played a lot of sports and every once in a while you're playing someone who is clearly inferior to you but you just can't quite get it right and like even though you know you're a thousand times better than the person you're playing or the opponent the team you're playing 
you just keep making mistakes and leaving them in the game. Yeah. That's what I felt today was. It's like we're clearly better than the Giants. The Giants are crap. And just... Like, how many times can you just explode their offensive line and the quarterback releases for 15 yards or 20 yards? That's insane. Like, I feel if we played the Giants next week, we would beat them 80 to nothing because they're... Sorry about that. Uh, They're absolute crap. And even if, even even when we played in the worst game of the year, we almost almost won. Uh, so on the plus side, Tucker Craft, mm-hmm. that guy's amazing, right? And uh, when him when Craft and Musgrave are hundred percent, look out, everybody! Dang. We got two amazing tight ends. And Reed and, and up, Dobby. Also, um, we know how important Christian Watson is to the team because when when he's not around, a little different in our offense isn't spread out like it is. Yep. You know how I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So, uh, <clears throat> I know it sucks, but this is one game we could afford. To, we can't afford to lose. But uh, I'm okay with our team getting some, you know, getting a punch in the face. They're so young, and they need to just pile this crap to the end. Went out. We'll still be good. But uh, anyways, go pack go. <laughs> I just got text to one of my Bears fans. Bears fans friends. Yeah, he was giving me crap about how we lost tonight. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You know what? Here's what I texted back. I said, hey, in five years when Love has won Super Bowl, no one's going to even remember some dude named DeVito. So, <laughs> anyways, go Petco. We're good. And uh, the Bears still suck. Yeah, I mean, I, I mostly agree. I mean, this doesn't have to be catastrophic. Um, it's catastrophic if what we learned is that this is going to be a regular occurrence. But we also can chalk it up to, again, young team, mistakes, you know, we can go back to the analogy I use a thousand times of just sort of the the light bulb flickering. You know, it kind of goes from being off and occasionally flicking flickering on to being more on and flickering off. And we're, the goal is to just get the freaking light bulb on. It's always going to flicker once in a while. You can have an occasional bad game, but um, you know, we're moving in the right direction. And maybe this we can call this a positive learning experience. I mean, any, any negative experience can be a positive learning experience. We just have to make sure that that's exactly what happens. Don't make this a catastrophic thing. Make this a positive. Learn from this. Okay, we obviously made some mistakes. We underestimated. We did this. We did that. We can't do that again. You know, from the coaching standpoint, everything else, um, you know, things to do with Watson. What do we do when Jordan is really struggling? You know, we get him some easier completions or something. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe get him on a bootleg and get him running to kind of get him excited and hope he doesn't fumble. And I, I don't know. But, um, you know, fag your something out. Let's do, uh, do one more, but he called in twice. All right, let's do it. We got uh, Aaron here. If we can do one, we'll do one. We'll see if we can do both. Aaron, um, Morning after, I'm listening to your pod. Uh, I think that has to be the best timed 
ad break you have ever done in your life. Props <laughs> to you. You were on point when the Packers weren't. The- that was hilarious because I made a mistake. If you notice later, there's an ad break with no ads in it. There was just there just must have been a, a long enough pause in there because what I do is I, I say okay let's take a break and then I wait five seconds I just count to five and then I start talking again that way I can see the break and then when I go back and I all I do is I like tell the little robot where to put in the ads because they just find and insert them for me I don't do much for them unless I'm the one whatever doesn't matter but there must have been like a long pause there I'm like okay there it is sometimes I'll listen if I'm not sure let's just to hear if I say let's take a break but I must have just been either in a hurry or whatever and just put the ads in that spot. And I went back and listened to it, and I heard that ad break. I freaking started cracking up. That was that was pretty good. Oh, my last night. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, it, it was just like you're getting all hyped, and then what's going on, Packers fan? <laughs> just yep. move. Um, yeah, morning after that. I don't know what we watched. I I don't know if this is a positive take from it, but the team kind of sucked as a whole, but they were still right in the game, and that's kind of how it's been all season. Yeah. So, as we've seen the last few weeks, if they can stop with these stupid mistakes all the time, um, then this team can be really, 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 really good. Yeah. But... There's all these stupid mistakes all the time. Um, uh, yeah, I, that's all I have to say on the matter, really. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That is that. I don't know if you... I, I brought up the movie Hot Rod once before. You said you were going to watch it, but I don't know if you did. But there's a scene yeah. in Hot Rod, right, where they're like marching down the street and there's like a little parade going on. Everyone's joining them. It's all happy and everything's going very well. And it's like people are singing and going great. And then all of a sudden just riots start breaking out of absolutely nowhere. And, um, looting happens and just, it just goes all chaotic. I feel like that's what this game was after the last few weeks is that it's just like, everyone's all happy go lucky. And then, then they all meet up somewhere later on, and they're like, what the heck was that? Um, anyways, that's what I got to say. They have a good day. Um, not Victory Tuesday, but I don't know. Well, bye. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the rough aspect of the whole thing is, you know, how high we were riding. You know, it always seems to go that way. It's when we're at our lowest that the best things happen. Right. And when we're at our lowest, we say the most vile things possible and then great things happen. And then we finally believe and we go all the way in. And as soon as we lean all the way into it, things really fall apart. It makes it more painful. But, you know, again, it's it's one game. Yeah. Bad throws and bad tackles and bad this and bad, bad coaching, bad play calling, all that stuff. Like It was just it sucked. It, was, it sucked. Um, But again, we saw the good. We know that it can be there. And we just got to hope that it was more of just a one-time glitch as opposed to those two, three, four games, however many you were happy with being sort of the anomaly. But, you know, again, we'll, we're just learning. Every week's going to go by. We're going to get some new information, and we'll have a better picture by the end of the year of what the reality is. Was it a good team that just struggled to get going and had a couple blips, or is it a bad team that just had a, like a two-game 
domination stretch or three game or whatever. Um, you know, again, that'll all come into focus in due time, but I do have to get out of here. You guys have a good rest of your night, day, whatever. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.